0: Hey, listeners! Just a heads up from your favorite mom. Mom and Dad are stoned is not a show for little ears, so please put the kids elsewhere. Okay. This candle smells good and it doesn't have dead bugs in it.
1: Does that one have dead bugs in it? (laughs) (laughs) It does. (laughs) Oh my god, it does! (laughs) What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know they can
0: What's up, podcast listeners? This is Mom and Dad Are Stoned, a podcast about responsible cannabis use. Mm-hmm. I'm the stoner mom from the stoner com, And as always, I'm joined by David. Hello. My husband. I'm here. And the man that makes my handcrafted marijuana. That's right. And we are, yeah, husband and wife, parents of four, and legal users of cannabis in the great state of Colorado under. Amendment sixty four. Are we going to talk about Game of Thrones now? Yeah. We did have a Game of Thrones viewing party of two
1: yeah, in our did. bed.
0: Uh huh. And um, it was pretty good. It was so
1: good. What did you think?
0: It was good. It was and good. my love for Davos has increased.
1: But we don't know what happened to Jon Snow. He's still dead.
0: We still don't know.
1: But Davos found him.
0: And was respectful and cool about it. Yeah. And they're gonna fucking defend his dead fucking corpse. Yeah, they are. So they can.
1: He's got a plan. He's he's something in his brain. He's, he's like. like
0: we got, Red Lady. Uh-huh. We've got got a wolf. Wolf. <laughs> We've got Jon Snow. He's clearly the prophesied.
1: We got five uh, guys. Prince. Here. Yeah. <clears throat> he found him. He found him first. Oh my god. It am so sad. Doesn't
0: it make you want to? And then ghost crying.
1: It's pretty sad. It's horrible. But he said he goes go let that wolf out. He goes we need all the help we can get. And he did. God. Um. So let's talk about you
0: guys. Game of Thrones is really cool. It's just like epic fantasy for grown-ups. and it's fabulous. And it's everyone well loves out. it. And the first time we watched it, we didn't like it because we, didn't like it. we were ignorant and we were like, oh, there's dwarves and magic and. It's like- this is not for us. Yeah. But then... Then you watched it last summer. Then I started binge-watching it while working.
1: Mm-hmm. And Which is what you got to do sometimes. Sometimes you need a distraction.
0: Yeah, to get into it. Uh, so anyway. Game of Thrones was supposed to look good. Oh, let's talk about Melisandre's uh, uh, crazy body.
1: Whoa. <laughs> that was nuts.
0: <laughs> Did you see her? She, like, was full-on naked. Okay, it was so funny. It was... Someone on Reddit was like... Mm. Oh wow, we're breaking the titty seal early. Yeah, when her scene started, and then they were like, "No, not like yeah. this." Yeah. <laughs> well,
1: now this is what you get. <laughs> Dang. She's like so old.
0: She's old, and she looked. I.
1: She looked like herself, kind of.
0: That's what they said, and I made fun of it. But when I think about it now, I it kind of I do see it. that yeah. Pursed lip.
1: Yeah. She was in there. Downward gaze. But and then she went to bed. She's like, "Good night."
0: Some people were theorizing she's going to bed to die.
1: Um, oh my god! I hope not.
0: And then, because she's sad—not that she will die, but that—that that was her intent.
1: Oh, because Stannis is dead. That was a failure. Jon Snow's dead. Jon Snow's dead. She's like, great. Well,
0: but the other idea is that, um, well, it's just showing us. Obviously telling us how old she is. Yeah. And um, also showing us a, a very crucial change yeah. in Melisandre's character.
1: Yeah. She, she's going to come out swinging she's after She's going to come
0: out as a savior, I think.
1: Yeah. She's tired of making and mistakes. And I love her.
0: And she's pregnant in real life.
1: You know who else has decided not to uh, become a failure constantly? Brienne of Tarth.
0: Saving the day.
1: Oh, my God. She wrote up. Totally saved Dick Podrick. Yep totally saved sansa's ass
0: cutting off people's heads and shit fuck yeah she
1: took she stabbed a dude on a horse took the whole slit horse i think strokes. she cut the horse i think she stabbed I the horse she did too. took the horse down slit that dude's throat podrick's over there was big dick swinging it around yep which is his sword <laughs> and then
0: he, did, he's a young lad. he
1: learned a couple <laughs> things from Brienne because Brienne was like i'm gonna teach you i'm not a knight and, and
0: then theon. Like, not reek theon
1: killing the other dude Helping her across the frozen... Helping her period. Throwing that Miranda chick off the bridge. Thank God.
0: Uniquely qualified to go in a frozen river. Yeah,
1: because he's got no junk. (laughs) 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 And then he made it. and (sighs) Oh, man, that was just... That was amazing to me. Uh, And then, like, she pledged herself to Sansa. Wanted
0: to cry. Beautiful. Sansa looked beautiful. Her eyes looked sparkling and beautiful during that scene, I thought. And... And Podrick had to help her with the
1: with the lines, but she did it because she's a lady.
0: Oh, and the bad pussies of Dorn have done all sorts have done all sorts of non book things. Yeah. (laughs) And okay, whatever.
1: We'll just kill this guy.
0: Um what else? If you guys like Game of Thrones and you've never watched the HBO series Rome, I highly suggest you do. Mm, when mm-hmm. this series when this season is over for like a good in between. It's such a great se- uh so show good. and it's really short. It's only like two series and it's so good. And anyway, the chick that plays what's her name, Aaliyah or whatever. I don't
1: know. The mom of the Sand the Snakes. The mom of
0: the Sand Snakes. Yes. She is in it. What is that And she ma- plays a pretty yeah the wife of a roman soldier yeah and she's pretty and has like this scandalous secret
1: oh yes she does but she does it out of fear i mean like and she's
0: a great actress in it
1: she really is
0: not so much in the game of thrones
1: yeah and um it's a little goofy there's a few uh rome folks in game of thrones man's raider is julius caesar yep and uh Oh, the one guy who married at the red wedding, who actually got married, he is. Oh
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. He's Brutus. Yep. <clears throat> with his bad teeth. Yeah. <laughs> He's got bad teeth.
1: Is there anything? That, that
0: guy is Catelyn Tully's brother, Edmund Tully.
1: Oh. Oh. So
0: that's why they trade. They I got like, it now. we don't have Rob. He got married to this woman. Yeah. What about we'll give this? You Edmund Tully.
1: Yeah, not a bad trade. Okay, what about um. Anything else that happened that stood out? I can't really think of anything else. Naked Mel. <clears throat> Naked who?
0: Naked Mel. Dead. Yeah. Dead Jon Snow. Still Cersei's dead. misery oh, yeah. and unhappiness. Mm-hmm. Jamie's saying, fuck everyone that isn't us. Yeah. And it's like, it was, yeah.
1: That made her feel better. That's
0: kind of a nice and apropos tagline for you guys.
1: <laughs> yeah. And yeah, <coughs> and um, what's her name in the, oh God, what's her name? Marjorie? Yeah. Yeah, oh, you've started the, on the path. Whatever. I really
0: love Natalie Dormer. Did I, you, I, my favorite, one of my favorite sex scenes of all time is with her and Henry VIII. Okay. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. Is there anything else that happened that you can think of? I guess that's it.
0: Jamie's going to kill that fucking high sparrow. I arrow. can't wait.
1: But all <laughs> in all, it was a good good first out of the gate. It
0: was a very good first one. Um, it was
1: kind of how I thought where they wouldn't really answer all the well, questions.
0: Well, yeah, but...
1: <clears throat> but at least we're down, starting down the path to answers. Yeah, they
0: know they have us all hooked. Like,
1: I know. Everybody's like, we're going to have those going to be alive. And we're like, no, nope, it's still fucking dead. <laughs> Super dead, actually.
0: Oh, and Arya. Are oh, yeah. Blind.
1: She's undergoing ninja training right now. Ninja
0: training. That chick oh, wailed
1: on her with that stick, man. man. I hate that chick.
0: And she's training her. We were teased for however long with Bran, 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 and Bran didn't make a single appearance mm-hmm. in the first episode.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, and all I could think when I saw Melisandra as an old lady with her white hair yeah. was that she looked like Blood Raven. Yeah. Like. Yep. That's what he looks like when people, like, draw him and It's stuff. true. Uh, Do the, you think they'll make that connection in the I show? I hope so. The theory is that Raven is Melisandre's father. Which would be awesome. Um, he did it with some Freaky cool sorceress chick. chick that had ra- red hair and a heart-shaped face and big titties and a narrow waist. Just like Melisandre, how she is described in the book. And... Um, Blood That'd Raven cool. has red eyes and in the book Melisandre has red eyes. She Ooh. doesn't have those blue eyes. Hmm. And those are the only characters that have red eyes in the whole series of 2000 characters Dang. well fleshed out.
1: Well, that's very cool. So there you go, Game of Thrones. Sorry, everyone. No, 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 no. That was awesome. It was my favorite. There were so many great things in there and I felt I want to watch it again. Me too. So let me ask you uh let me ask you what about what we're going to talk about today.
0: Oh, today we're talking about 420.
1: And when you say 420, you don't mean like the last episode, <laughs> well, which was cannabis talk. It's...
0: that Yeah, 420 has come and gone. But um, I wanted to do like a, a show where we talked about 420, what it means, mm-hmm. where it's from. So the parents out there can be like, oh. That's what it means. And then I thought we could trade... Stoner stories mm-hmm. from our youth oh, or past okay. or whatever. That sounds fun. Do you fun. have any good stoner stories? Do. I've old got, man.
1: I've got really good ones. Yeah. I've got some really good ones, yeah.
2: Well
0: are, are you gonna delight me? Are yeah. you gonna surprise me?
1: I might. <laughs> I think I might.
0: You're yeah.
1: so handsome. Oh, well, I love you. You're beautiful. I love you so much. I love you too. <laughs> We're gonna start crying. <laughs>
0: talk about 420
1: yeah you are what
0: is 420
1: i don't know what are you gonna tell us because i honestly have no i know i have no clue
0: what what do you know about 420
1: uh well it's april 20th (laughs) that's pretty much it yes Okay. okay and i think i don't think it has anything to do with any special marijuana anything happenings i just think someone some stoner said 420 and bam now that's the date but I have heard, I've had, I've heard all sorts of stuff. So um, yeah,
0: 4:20 is a time or a number that has just kind of always been associated with smoking pot, right? Right. And so you can think of it as like a, the national time to smoke pot, kind of like how we don't drink before five or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, that 4:20 is like the the pot time or whatever. Um, but it's so like general now, it really just kind of refers to pot. So it's like a undercover, but not really anymore, way to um, identify with cannabis culture to other cannabis people. So that's what it is, right? Right. Okay. Um,
1: so wait, can I ask a question? What? So you said time of day, like 4 o'clock, four four, 20 after 4. Yes. But is it April 20th? Does that yeah, have something and then to do with that's, that?
0: too? That's the other And so April 20th is like the national day when it's like a big day as far as like, um, I want to say like, I want to say like activism.
1: Yeah. Like uh, uh, awareness, maybe? Or celebration? It's
0: all of those things. Um, And so in various places around the country. Especially Boulder, Colorado. Um, oh yeah, people, you know, stage like events to um, get stoned, and also, I guess, campaign sort of for okay. um, legalization. Hmm.
1: So you said especially in Boulder, Colorado. That's interesting. I didn't. So
0: CU is where the the college does it. You oh. know what I mean? Oh, where God. everybody goes on four twenty and goes in the quad and Mm. smokes pot for every year for the past zillions of years. When I was in high school, people like skaters would have 420 patches on things and like on their skateboards and like it's just always been a thing. But um, I've never really known where it came from and why like why is it 420 why is it a time why is it a day what's the number about like whatever so there are a bunch of different theories as to the origins of 420. (laughs) by the way i'm smoking purple paralysis basically none of these theories are True or accurate? So let's hear some of those theories. One of them: there are 420 chemicals in weed. No. <laughs> Another is that 420 is the police code for marijuana. First of all, where? And no, not in any state. Again, no. Um, how about it being Hitler's birthday? Well, that's, I've heard that one. That's shitty, but no.
1: But I never heard that one associated with smoking pot. I've just always heard 420. Oh, and Hitler's birthday. And Columbine. Is that did that happen then too? Mm -hmm. Well, that's terrible. Yep. Okay, what else?
0: Um, it's not tea time in Holland.
1: I've never heard that one, but that's cute.
0: (laughs) Can we pretend like it is? (laughs) It's not Bob Marley's death day.
2: Oh, God.
0: It is not a congressional bill. Well, actually, it was. (laughs) <laughs> but was... they they think that some staffer trolled everybody mm, and okay. stuck that in there. Probably. <laughs> but that happened after. So the term 420 originated in the 70s. Like you.
1: Oh, yeah. The, I did originate
0: in the 70s. <laughs> <laughs> in San Rafael, California. Really? Yep. Um, in a high school. Okay. So think Northern Cali, like where I'm from home of the hippies deep in Marin County we're on the coast um, salty air and yeah lots of hippies everywhere mm. Um, and at this school this high school there was a group of friends and one of them was given a treasure map by um, a point Reyes Coast Guard that was retiring or moving to a different spot or whatever um. And the map was to his, the Coast Guard's um, patch of marijuana, his little illegal patch, right? And so he gave one of these kids, stoner kids, that and was like, take care of it if you want to or whatever. So, okay. Okay. What do the kids do? I mean, what do this group of teenage stoner dudes do? Well, they do what any group of stoner dudes do. They devise a plan to get together and find this freaking patch of free weed and gather it all right, <laughs> right right and of course the whole time you're doing it you would be getting stoned right with your buddies where right? was this
1: patch of weed how did they get to it
0: well it was in point reyes california or reyes california and um yeah. they the guy gave him a treasure they, map? They gave him, he gave him a treasure map. So
1: how does the 420 work in it? Oh, I'm,
0: I'm going to get there. Oh,
1: okay, okay. Here
0: we go. So the kids devised a plan to meet at 420 near a statue of Louis... I'm going to say Louis Pasteur.
1: The, the father of Pasteurization. Outside Louis Pasteur.
0: Outside of their school. What? Okay. I said it right then. I yeah. said his last name right. Yeah. And from there... They would go on a hunt for the secret weed and obviously gets stoned the whole time, hmm. but they never found it. <laughs> Hopefully, they yeah. But it just seems like stoners. it seems like a like a hopeless fantasy that a bunch These of are, stoner kids would go on. Yeah,
1: and do you think it was all bullshit? There was no oh.
2: fat of <laughs> weed. Who
0: knows? But anyway. What did happen is they devised this way to communicate their intent at school without anybody knowing what they were talking about. So they could say 420. It was actually 420 Louis is what they would say. Whoa, we're
1: going to start saying that. But
0: then they dropped the Louis okay. and it just became 420. And that meant, hey, we're going to meet at the statue of Louis and go um, Look for the find some, weed. some secret weed. But we're not going to find it. <laughs> okay, so then... That's how it started. Well, how on earth did it
1: get out there get
0: out there and become an actual thing? I don't know, so the Grateful Dead <laughs> of course of course <laughs> leaves leaves hate Ashbury and settles in Marin County, yeah which is what we're talking about, where we are, where this group of kids is. And the the kids are sitting in on rehearsals, obviously getting high the whole time, getting to know the band. One of the boys' father managed real estate for a band member. And then another one of the boys eventually became became a tour manager for um, one of the Grateful Dead's side bands. And they became really good friends with Phil Lesh, who I guess is the bassist. Of the Grateful Dead. I guess. So by becoming roadies and personal friends and like traveling with the Grateful Dead, this small group of people managed to spread the term 420 far and wide across this great country.
1: Yeah, because they probably <coughs> talked about it in concert. Like,
0: Well, joy! he I mean, if they would be backstage like setting things up and they would pass each other joints and be like 420... They, I mean, it just became lexicon, and that's what's happened.
1: And then people would be like, why do they say I don't know. Just, just say it, cause it's the grateful dead, man." <laughs> right?
0: Exactly. I, I know nothing about stoners of the '70s, mm. but that's no, who when, we're talking about. When
1: you're a kid growing up in the '70s, and your older brother and sister are doing drugs all the time, <laughs> oh you learn a lot about it. Like when you, I don't know, walking on your brother when he's on peyote. <laughs> Seeing old wise men talk to him or
2: something. Don't have to be to, I just want your to the time your
0: world. and we're back. Yes. We're back yeah, from we are. our break. Yeah. Just and
1: Did you have fun on the break? I
0: did. (laughs) Guess what we're going to do now? Mm. We are going to share some stoner stories. Yeah, we we are. Stories about people doing stupid shit while high. Okay, let's do it. are especially entertaining for stoners out there. They sure are. here we go, stoners that are listening. And if you're not a stoner, I'm sorry, because it might not appeal to you. Okay. That's all. Who's gonna start?
1: You go first.
0: I don't have anything.
1: <laughs> okay, I do, I'll go first.
0: I need to be inspired.
1: I'll go first. Okay,
0: go. Okay,
1: so this was when I was in my 20s. I wanna say I was in my early 20s, I guess. Maybe 23 or something, I don't know. So I had a good friend, and this is actually in Denver, Colorado. So <laughs> my nephew lived in with me, and we had this friend.
0: But his my nephew, they were like the same age.
1: Yeah, he's three years younger <coughs> than me. So so we had this friend and she like had this apartment where you could, it was very common where you could just go to her apartment if she wasn't there and open the door and go inside and wait for her to return. And at the time, she was dating this older gentleman <laughs> with lots of money. Um, and he was a very adventurous soul. That's all I'll say. Um, And that will play into the story. So, you know, we had nothing to do. We went over to her house, broken, of course, and we're sitting there and on the kitchen is a nice giant plate of chocolate chip cookies arranged (laughs) artfully. And I'm like, let's eat some of these cookies. So I'm eating them as if I'm like, oh, I haven't eaten a chocolate chip cookie ever in my life before. And I'm like, you know, I'm eating like... Five. Oh my god! Quickly, my nephew's eating them. And then Amy's sister comes home and is like, "Hey, what are you guys doing? Oh, we're just eating these cookies. Yeah, let me have some of oh those." So her and her boyfriend start eating them, and then we're hanging out. And then about thirty minutes later, our friend busts the door, and she looks like she's been through quite an experience. Her like, hair's messed up, and she goes, "What are you guys doing?" And, like, hey, we've been waiting for you. She's like, you haven't been eating those cookies, have you? And I was like, yeah, we ate almost all of them. And she was like, oh my God. I was like, what's wrong? So, what had happened was her elderly gentleman, elderly, (laughs) whatever, older gentleman lover or whatever, used his knowledge from the 70s to make, you know, these homemade edibles, cookies, right? And she has spent the whole day. She just came home. After, she had the same experience I was about to have. So she had a Atom early in the day, and it didn't go exactly right. And she spent the whole day, like, begging to go to the hospital. Um, and then, like, ultimately, I think she was, like, laying down in the park, like, staring at the sky with Sounds the familiar. guy there trying to, like, calm her down the whole time. So she finally... <laughs> Got grounded <laughs> enough where she came home to find to rescue all, of all you. her buddies like <coughs> eating these cookies. So we're eating them, and I was like, "Oh yeah, your magic stoner cookies, ha ha ha." Oh, did you have to go into the park and look at the sky? Oh, I'm sure it was terrible. I feel terrible right now myself. Oh, 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 oh. yeah, I'm so stoned. Well, how long did you eat those? Oh, about an hour ago. Oh, I could barely walk. So I'm poking fun of her the whole time, and I, I get up. And I'm walking around, and I'm thinking like, maybe we should get out of here. This is so dumb. And then I'm looking out the window, and all of a sudden I'm like, yeah, I'm starting to feel something. And I'm like, oh my god,
2: oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> and
1: then I immediately turn around and I apologize for making fun of her. And I was like, oh my god, I feel this. I feel terrible. Uh, oh my god, I feel like I feel paralyzed with fear, and I feel like I'm on a, having a drug overdose. Okay. <laughs> And then my nephew, of course, is like, please don't do this, <laughs> you know, because he's having a good time. Like, he's like, I'm I'm eating edibles. I feel high. I feel awesome. And I'm like, panic and having a full on panic attack. I get to the point where I have to go and lay on the couch and just like, I can't move. And then like, I, I convince myself that I have to have this, hold on to this water bottle <laughs> and everything's going to be okay as long as I hold on to this water bottle. And every now and then I would work up the courage to stand up and like walk out <laughs> And they were like, do you want to, can we get out of here now? And I'm like, yeah, let's try. And we'd walk out of the apartment, and I'd make it to the elevator. And I'd be like, I can't do it. I can't do it. Because I felt, like, paralyzed with fear. So, ultimately, they call the old dude who made the cookies. And he has to come, and everybody has to drag me out. And then, slowly, I started coming off of it, and I, I felt fine. But, man, that was I would never again. I, I couldn't. I, that's where all the... Whenever I eat an edible or something now and I start having a panic attack, I immediately think back to that. Like, I'm going to fall into a hole that's never going to end or something. But I made it through and everything was fine. So that's my edible story.
0: Remember? Like just a week ago yes. when you ate an edible and mm-hmm. had a very similar experience. Yes. that's. How, I, I
1: felt the exact same way.
0: It made me stay up and I had to convince you that you didn't need to go to the hospital and we didn't need to call an ambulance.
1: And I couldn't walk down the stairs.
0: Nope. Oh, well, I had to escort you downstairs eventually.
1: Because I thought if I tried to walk down the stairs, I would fall. Suddenly I would not be able to use my legs and I would fall and tumble and hit my face into the plate glass. <laughs> and lose your teeth.
0: And my face. Because, I mean, I Yeah, we do have glass in our stairs for some strange reason. Let's not talk about that. (laughs) Okay, I'm going to share my edible story. Um, And that was during my very early midlife crisis. Okay. So, like, 28 Mm -hmm. or something. Mm -hmm. With Abby. Okay. My BFF. Yeah. Who. Yeah. Anyway.
1: Oh man. You okay? I'm a little high. Oh my god. Okay. <laughs> um So what did what did you guys do that you had a bad edible story?
0: Oh god. This was like she had her medical license, so she bought like one of the very first commercial commercial
1: edibles products. Was it like a <laughs> Was it like a Chibachu or a candy bar? Or? I
0: want to say it was an incredible.
1: Okay. And
0: in that it was, because it was pink. Um, it was like the strawberry cream type one.
1: Oh, so like the actual thing you ate was pink? Mm-hmm. Okay.
0: Um, and I actually didn't see the packaging because she only had it in the foil part.
2: Okay.
0: And um, anyway, I remember taking pictures of it <laughs> with my phone. Um. So, yeah, we... Where were you? Oh, sorry. Okay, so we decided to go up to Blackhawk.
1: Uh, first of all, I want to say I've never heard this story. I've heard you reference this story. <laughs> yes. I've heard you say how terrible it was. <laughs> and then you have never told me this story. So I'm curious to hear the actual story.
0: Okay, well, <clears throat> we decided we're going go to go up to Blackhawk. And, and we're going to be all sexy- And have a good time and be, like, the only young women there. But anyway, it's a gambling town up in the mountains. And it's not very far away. It's, like, an hour at the most. Um, um, So, yeah, people go up there to gamble. And by people, I mean old people, mostly. And it's not, like, there's not, like, fancy places. (laughs) It's, like, I mean... Okay. I consider it a dump. Okay, yeah. but a is it, lot. Is but smoky? the older people consider it awesome. So we're like, yeah, we're. It's, gonna... a,
1: it's a giant hotel, basically. With well, there's more slot than slot machines. There's and stuff.
0: more than one hotel, yeah. And they have, yeah, gambling rooms and right. stuff. Um, and so you kind of go from like hotel to hotel yeah. and gamble with the old people. Yeah.
1: Um, do they smoke? Like, is it cigarette smoking happening? So if, cause I went to Blackhawk
0: like, a long time ago
1: and it was so, I couldn't get over
2: the I honestly smoke. can't
0: remember. Okay. So I don't know if there was. Okay. So we're like, oh, we're going to have so This is a girl's night. Yay. Yeah. Here we go. <laughs> and, do I, it. and I'm like, I'm going to drink also cause that's what I do. Yeah. Um, and I was in a, I was a newbie to pot, pot was still making me feel like, whoop, super high and not medicated, just high. Which I loved. I mean, I was totally enjoying it. We keep getting carded everywhere.
1: <laughs> well, yeah, because you're the youngest.
0: Which was really... You're not 70. But no, but it was annoying. Like, like, you you'd couldn't. be in the same building. We'd be in the same structure and, like, go from one place to another and another person would card us. And then we were walking in a hallway and an employee walking by stopped us and carded me.
1: Well, like, you were pretty young. No. <laughs> anyway, I'm
0: sorry, but no. All right. I mean, I was well, almost thirty. But you know what? You're Every, allowed to be up there. I Christ. know, but they're used to seeing.
1: They don't know because everybody up there is an octogenarian, and they've never seen people under fifty before.
0: Everybody that goes to Black Hawk hates us right now.
1: Anyhow. Anyway. <laughs> so you're there. You are. You, does then Abby whips out this edible and was like, "Hey, you're drinking a gin and tonic." We
0: ate the edible.
1: I'm trying to get you
0: on the mountain road uh-huh. on the way there. Okay, okay. We we ate it when we were about 15 minutes away from the parking place, and so then we got to the parking. <laughs> did place. Did you do
1: your? Uh,
0: it was so um, nasty. Like, oh did you almost barb every yes. five seconds? And it was nasty.
1: Wave your hands in front of your face.
0: Well, except it was times two because it was her and me. Oh God! And, in a car. <laughs>
1: And you guys are known for vomiting in cars.
0: Yes, we are. Back then, there was a lot of vomiting. (laughs) There certainly was. Um, anyway. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway. I'm I'm losing fans by the second. Okay, um, so, yeah. We're walking around, and I had gotten at at least a gin and tonic and had already consumed it. And, um, then we decide we're going to go eat dinner. Oh, okay. And it still hasn't kicked in. Um... And I'm like, well, let's just find, like, the nicest looking place and go there. And there was, like, some steakhouse in this hotel. And we decided to have dinner there. So we get a table. And it's kind of quiet and empty. um, But there are people there dining. But it's certainly not full. And um, this is, like, the fancy restaurant at this place. Like, I think it was, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So white, white tablecloth. There. Oh, nice. okay. <laughs> okay, there you go. Um, so I'm like sitting there, blah, blah, blah. And I swear to God, I ordered another gin and tonic. And then I ordered wine with my dinner. And I'm sitting there and our dinner hadn't come yet. And then all of a sudden, I get hit by the edible. Damn. And it just like washes over me. I completely start sweating profusely. And I'm freezing cold. And... I feel sick, like, um, like you're gonna barf. Like I'm gonna barf, but then at the same time, my legs, feel, I know that I can't stand up, that if I stand up, I will fall.
1: Yeah. And so, see, that's a common thing. Baby,
0: I know. It's like, just, yeah. And so I was like, great, I'm gonna have to sit here at this table and all of these people are looking at me, and I'm gonna have to sit here and hold my puke in because I can't get to a bathroom. Can't and walk. I'm and I'm not gonna peek at this place. No. Okay. Nope. That's not gonna happen to me. I am so miserable and sick and I'm just like projecting this misery and illness yeah. just by my appearance. I guess my appearance was just I looked not good. And our waitress was like concerned and asking <laughs> oh, no. if I was okay and um and then she asks my friend, has your friend had too much to drink? And Abby's like, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's what's wrong. And and um, I'm embarrassed. And then the manager or whatever comes out yeah. with his, like, assistant. And so now there's three of them. Mm-hmm. And they're like, miss, are you okay? And he's, like, getting down on his knees and, like like, very concerned. And they bring me, like, a wet washcloth and
1: <laughs> to the table yes oh my god
0: and I'm seriously just like Honey, I mean, what were you doing the that, whole time that made
1: everybody think you were losing I it?
0: I don't I just looked very ill like oh, I was okay. going to throw up and stuff like I'm kind of clutching the table and like
2: <sighs> okay <laughs> <laughs> All
1: right you're having like panic attack i'm
0: having a panic attack right. and saying that i'm sick okay. and and the waitress has told the management that i have had too much to drink God. and um i'm trying very hard to not because what when you're stoned the one thing you don't want to happen is for <laughs> someone to come up and try to figure out if you're stoned okay and so <laughs> yeah. i'm like sitting there like I got to convince all these people that I'm not high on an edible right now, yeah, and so. and so I clutched the table for dear life for like 45 minutes with a rag on my face, oh. and then <laughs> and then I got better.
1: Really? You see, you had to wait it out.
0: I had to wait it out. Oh. Eventually, my food came. Eventually, we ate, and we got and we got to over our very long dinner <laughs> um, discuss what had happened. Um, so and Abby said I turned gray, like my color wasn't normal.
1: <laughs> well, thank goodness that like
0: And Abby's high was totally different. Yeah, like of course. hers was like completely focused on hamburgers and like mine was focused on death and yeah. like vomiting. Yeah.
1: That's what happens. And you the thing that sucks is, and this seems to be the thing that happens with everybody who has a bad edible experience the first thing you think is great now i have to be this way for x amount of time (laughs) exactly like you mean i thought it was going to be hours yeah and you that's all you can focus and
0: i was high for a long time and i really feel like the alcohol had not helped at all um and really contributed to me feeling nauseous
2: yeah
0: and um when we did eventually leave the restaurant I mean, I was holding on to Abby for dear life. What did you do after that? Holding on to her arm. Then we gambled for the rest of the night, and I won, like, $200 or something. Oh, nice. And then we went home. Good. And and I was like, fucking never again, dude. Right. And so Abby says that we ate the same amount from the same bar. And so because this was, like, the early days and things, like, now every chunk of the bar is regulated to have...
1: This is 10, 10 grams, grams or
0: whatever. whatever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but at that time, I guess it it wasn't like that no, yet. And so Abby got one that eh, didn't really. And I got the portion of the bar that had, was like, oh, let's make you insane. That yeah. had all of it. Like yeah. had all the weed. Yep. Hey, do you have a story?
1: Um, yeah, I got a story. Let's hear your story. Okay. Well, it's not edibles. Does it have to be edibles? No, we're just oh, okay. telling stoner stories. Yeah. Well, you know. Back in the day, yeah. I used when I was younger. I smoked pot all the time. Like it was like I was like you are now, where it's like yeah, I can. That doesn't bother me. I'll smoke a pot forever, and nothing will happen. Right. Um. So when I lived in Arizona, and I had a job, mm-hmm. and I was friends with my boss. Okay. Mm-hmm. My other friend, who was also friends with the boss guy, was a. Uh, we we'd get high all the time together. But anyway, we would go we would get high all the time. So anyway, we were in the his room, his getting high room, and we were getting really stoned. And then, you know, my boss go and like Carl Malone. Yes. So then the my boss, uh his name's Tom, wanted to go meet up and have some drinks and get some food. Which was we did that a lot back then. And my friend John and I were super high. And I was like, yeah, let's go. And I was like, wait a minute. Did you just tell him we're going to go meet him? And he goes, yeah. And I'm like, that's my boss, man. I can't. And he goes, who cares? And I'm like, I care because I'm super high right now. And I don't want to be around my boss while I'm super high. <laughs> so he convinces me. He goes, well, we're going. I can't. I already said we're going. We can't not go. And I was like, great. So I get there. And you know my boss doesn't get high, but he did when he was young, of course. But still, it's your boss. So there we are outside, and we're eating at this Mexican restaurant, and I'm like trying to (laughs) pretend like I'm not stone and laughing when you're (laughs) supposed to laugh and talk when you're supposed to talk. And you know, I mean, like, and it's the worst because I can't. It's like your performing thing you were talking about. Yeah. You know, you're trying to deal with like, (laughs) but you can't. Like, your your friend is like looking at you behind the back, like. (laughs) <laughs> and i'm like i'm gonna fuck it i can't do anything i'm paralyzed because of this so anyway i had to like fake my way through the evening and then try to make it home which i did and back then when i would get to reward myself for that when i was super high i used to drive through the bad parts of town and listen to radio <laughs> and just look at all the scary weird like abandoned buildings and stuff from my car you know i'm driving home like taking the shitty way home Wow. Yeah, I don't know why. I just liked that. I liked seeing the crappy parts of town. Because I felt like I was in my protective car bubble, and I could just you know be safe the whole time. Because Radiohead would protect me, I guess. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I don't think Radiohead's going to protect you from much. Probably not. <laughs> so
1: that's it. That was mine. Okay. Said, now, what do you got now?
0: Um, hash at the flea market. Okay, let's hear that. Story. Okay, so I was a very troubled youth. <laughs> Yeah. As a teenager, mm-hmm. I mean, I'm talking high school years, um, I was very troubled and out of control. I was out of control. They could have put me on Maury, okay?
2: And I would have <laughs> been teen like, is out of i control. do what
0: I want. Anyway, is that what you were going to say? Yeah. Um, <laughs> anyway, I, I just had like a, I'm, anyway, whatever. So my point of that is, as a teenager, I was constantly drunk and constantly high, like, Constantly. Um, like, all the time at school, all the time not at school, just all the time, anytime I could. And all of my friends were the same way. And, um, yeah. So
1: what happened at the flea market? Oh, my God. Okay. <laughs>
0: I had this friend named Mary Beth. And we...
1: It's okay. It's just a growling dog.
0: Um, I would spend a lot of time at a flea market in California <laughs> yeah. called Denio's um, in Northern California. And I had a friend there oh my God, it's okay. woof, woof. named Mary Beth. She was only my friend in the capacity of the flea market.
1: She's your flea market
0: buddy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, and she was cool. She was a sweet, sweet girl. She was. Okay. Um, and we were both just l- kids, like teenage kids very naughty teenage kids naughty sexually active teenage girls Mm. (laughs) but
1: anyway why were you at the flea market
0: i'm not gonna discuss that in this Uh, podcast Okay,
1: but you were you were in a situation where you had to go to the flea market (laughs) quite a bit it sounds like
0: these fucking dudes of mid-eastern descent (laughs) that are selling rugs
1: okay at the flea market At the flea market flea ridden, ridden rugs <laughs> at the flea market
0: they're like in east east indian rugs okay 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 and um they're all like young guys mm-hmm. i don't know <laughs> it's a weird scene the flea market scene exactly. <laughs> the california flea market scene <laughs> and they were like come get high with us and so we were like okay we'll do anything
2: We'll do anything. (laughs) All the time.
0: Yeah. Because we're bad. Yeah, you are. And they had this hash. They called it hash. (laughs) I didn't know what the fuck hash was. I do now know what hash is. We smoked this hash, okay? And I got blazed out of my brains, okay? I'm so stoned. Like, happy stoned, but, like... Very unsafe stoned. Right. <laughs> like you know, yeah. like like the the men were quite excited that we were that stoned. But we we took off, right? And I mean what are you gonna do with a flea market for yeah. good sakes? Before smoking the hash, I ate a hot dog.
1: Oh good. <laughs> <laughs> So, what happened? Did you did – you, uh,
0: Anyway, in the middle of my – Oh, I'm so happy and completely stoned in public and out of my mind. Hee-hee. It's so fun to be a teenager with no supervision.
1: You hurled. <laughs> I
0: got the urge to vomit. And so, Mary Beth rushes me. Mary Beth is like 14 years old. I'm not kidding you. I was probably 15. Damn. 16.
1: So, what did she do when you were about to barf?
0: Um – She hustles me to the public restroom, the flea market public restroom. I sank to my knees on the floor, not in a stall, just by the sinks, right by the door, actually. And just started to barf and barf and barf. And I barfed (laughs) up this hot dog. And women were like... Imagine you're like a normal white woman and you're at the play market <laughs> yeah. on the weekend with your kid and then you go into the bathroom to help your child use the toilet and there's this there's young a girl fucking out of their mind, stoned, intoxicated person on the ground. Barfing everywhere. Barfing. Yeah. Not very glamorous. And yeah, like you'd want to call the police or something. <laughs> like, right? Yeah. I mean that's what I would do at this point. Did the hash make you barf? Yes. It was too much. Okay. Too much for Did little me. Did it make me. you feel
1: better after you threw up?
0: Yeah. So I barfed and barfed and Abby, or Abby, Mary, Mary Beth was blonde and white. Anyway, she was like holding my hair back like a Aww. nice friend. And then she's like looking at me and she goes, God, do you not chew your food at all? <laughs> like,
1: like, There's like a whole hot dog yes. laying on the ground. <laughs> bun and <all. laughs>
0: and that fucking made me laugh my ass off while it was happening anyway i got out of there and yeah
1: and then the end the end of that that's uh, the end what an adventure oh dear god <laughs>
0: hash at the flea market no <laughs> bad idea that sounds bad. one of the reasons like i would go to the flea market is like you could buy cigarettes at the flea market at 15 years old because the guy wouldn't cart you it was just like this weird area where like You could get things. Do you know what I mean? I
1: do,
2: baby.
0: From all of the bad people in the world. Yeah, they were all there. They're all there. You had access to all of this stuff as a teenager that you wouldn't have access to in your town, in your Hmm. suburban town. You could probably
1: get some throwing stars or brass knuckles. At the flea market for sure. For shizzle. Man, I gotta make a trip to the flea market. I've been really wanting some breast knuckles lately. <laughs>
0: you have been. But you go through phases. Yeah. You go through obsessive knife phases and I then obsessive a, a breast knuckle phases. Do you have any more stories about being stoned or no?
1: I mean, like I do, but I feel like then we'll this podcast is going to be two hours long. But that's okay.
0: I have another Okay, go. Go.
1: Okay. So... This happened here in the great city of Colorado. This is once again my the person that I got in the most trouble with was my nephew. Yes. So this is again in my early twenties here in Colorado and Denver. And we would get super high on the weekends. We would oftentimes just start getting high in the morning uh, and drink. And <laughs> that then like my weekend. And then we would go play tennis together yeah. and get super stoned. And then um then we go home and get changed or whatever. And then we go drink at a bar and then, you know, get high, whatever. So this is when we were, uh, we went decided we were going to go drinking at night and get super high. So we pulled in on, on the bar on this off Colfax, which nobody, I don't know if anybody listening knows what that means, but back in the, a decade ago or more, more than a decade. Um, it was, you know, seedy. And there was a bar that we'd like to frequent there. And we would pull up behind the parking lot and we would get stoned in the car, of course. Mm-hmm. And then get out and then waltz into the bar. And then as we were walking in, these, t- these group of guys, like near the in- entrance of the bar, started yelling at us for no reason, Like calling us fags. And oh whatnot. my God! And I'm like, did you just
2: know call <laughs>
1: And Justin's like, yeah, I think so. And I'm like, and I was trying to, you know, me being who I am, like, I'm half robot, was trying to, like, why do, what do you think we did that makes him think that? We were just smoking pot in the car. We're not holding hands. I don't have my arm right, I don't understand. We actually kind of look a little bit alike. So why wouldn't he say, you guys are, oh, you guys are related. You know, I don't get it. So, you know, I was trying to analyze. That. I was walking up. I didn't think anything of it. But then we get near the entrance
0: of the bar where they are. And they're still there. It's
1: like. Four of them.
0: Oh, my God. I'm enjoying this story
1: a and, lot. And, you know, we're there. And then neither Justin doesn't like to be harassed, nor do I. And I have a very short fuse, especially <laughs> like then. So I was going to walk into the bar and just not pay them in mind. But then they made some other comment like, yeah, those guys are fags <laughs> or something. Um, okay. So I, I turned to the guy. I'm like, what did you say? I go, did you call us fags? <laughs> and then he goes, yeah, I did. And I was like. You need to fucking stop calling us fags. You need to turn around and get the hell out of here because I'm trying to go in this fucking bar and you're really pissing me off. And I'm if you say another thing, you're going to fucking regret it because that's how I start raising my voice. So my nephew is standing right beside me.
0: Are you stunned right now? Or no. drunk?
1: No. You mean in the story? No, or? right now. No, I'm fine. Maybe a little high. So then, of course, the guy, like, gets right in my face and says something to enrage me, to provoke me. <laughs> And I and then my eyes turn red. And then I shove him to let him know I'm ready to fight you. And then instead of him punching me back, he goes, oh, yeah? He turns straight to Justin and punches him. And then all of a sudden, three guys of the four jump on my nephew, who's not doing anything. Oh, my God. And I'm like,
2: what the fuck?
1: And I look at the guy standing in front of me. And he just kind of turns around and walks away because he's like, I'm not going to fight you because I'm not as big as you. So then I turn and I'm like, well, I got to start getting these guys, (laughs) my poor (laughs) nephew, because he's trying to throw blows and he's just not a very good fighter. And, you know, but he's solid like me, but he's not as tall as me. So I'm like doing things like punching a guy randomly inside (laughs) the head. Like I'm not there like I'm a ghost, you know. (laughs) Who's just tormenting them. And then like I take my <laughs> fist and I hit the guy in the ribs who's on top of my neck, And that provokes a response. But again, it's just enough to get the guy off. And then he runs away. So, I, I mean, these are the kinds of fights that I would have where I don't ever fight anybody. In fact, I could punch people as hard as I want. And they scurry away. And they don't retaliate. And so, ultimately, then someone said, someone noticed we were brawling. And then, like, you know. They said they're going to call the police and then everybody dispersed and they went inside the bar and it's like nothing happened. And then I'm looking at the guy across the bar, like, I'm going to fucking <laughs>
2: kill you.
1: And I'm pointing, I was like, come outside with me right now. And the guy's like, yeah, you're a fag. And I'm like, come <laughs> I'm over there. And I, would, I walked over there and then my nephew's trying to pull me back. And then, you know, anyway. So ultimately we just ended up leaving because nobody was having a guitar. <laughs> And you know what would have happened had I finally got over there? I would have probably punched the guy and then he would have not retaliated <laughs> or punched my nephew again. So that's the adventures of me. That was pretty, That happened more than once too in the same exact scenario. Anyway, that's it. Now, what's your story, honey? Are you there? You were going to tell me.
0: Okay, I have one last donor story. Okay, okay, let's hear it. Um... Again, from my teenage days, okay. high school days. Right. Um, my best friend Shimona
2: mm-hmm. and I. She was my high school best friend. Yeah.
0: Um, we didn't like to go to school, Ever. <laughs> and so we would leave a lot. Right. And she had a car, and we would go on adventures. And most of the time, our adventures would take us to um, Davis, California. <laughs> Specifically, UC Davis, where we would pretend to be students. and Really? <laughs> yes. Okay. And spend the day and walk around and buy food from their cafeteria and lay in, you know, the whatever it's called, in the grass. Mm-hmm. And, like, you know.
1: We're students here. Yeah.
0: <laughs> um, but really, we were skipping class, skipping school. <laughs> and we would get stoned. And we'd listen to Blink-182 the whole time on the way there because it was, like, like 40 minutes away maybe Um, but we also had this place on the way kind of to Davis Mm -hmm. and basically where I'm from there's a whole bunch of levees built and we have um, major rivers running through and um, so we would drive on the levee and then like park and go into, like, it felt like a forest, but it would be, like, the space between the levee and the river. Mm -hmm. And um, and there was just so much space like this, like, endless amounts of exploration, okay? Okay. And we would just, like, go through and climb through trees and bushes and all this shit and, like, sit on, like, the bank and, like... Throw shit in the water and um, like pee and stuff, which is delightful when you're a kid <laughs> and be stoned the whole time. We called it our special place Right. and we would refer to it in school that. Because we would brag about, you know, oh, we're not going to school. We're going to go to the special place tomorrow. Yeah, and um, and you're not, and you're not. And where is it? Not telling you, but it's a forest wonderland. Is like the kind of shit we'd say, yeah. and then we'd go and play in the forest. Yeah, <laughs> stoned. Um, and then
1: in short skirts.
0: No, well, sometimes yeah, right. <laughs> but in the summer for sure. Right. But um, mostly tank tops and jeans. Yeah. Um. And then Shimona would always have a hoodie. Oh. And, um, one time, we found remnants of, like, we found evidence of a person living there. What? And it was like so scary to us because, like, there'd just be areas of just like huge overgrowth, Mm -hmm. where you'd think, God, like, a alligator could fucking live in there, and like, no one would know. And anyway. They had left certain things around, and then we found their place where they pooped and I like yeah. saw one I saw one thing of poop and like went running screaming, and Shimona like examined it, and then she came back and she said, "Dude, that was human poop, and the fact that she said that like scared me so bad. I was a mess, <laughs> like yeah. I'm like, we're gonna die, We're gonna be killed out here one day. We can't come to the special place anymore." And then it just wasn't the same.
1: You couldn't go back to the special place. You I mean, would go, but it would be like uh, it'd be like let's
0: not get out of the car. Yeah, look at
1: it. Look at the special place over there.
0: And but it's like it's it's the type of thing where like you have to actually get in the forest to make it like real. Like you can't. It's not fun when you're just like parked on the outside. But we did invite one girl with us, um, and we would make her not look. <laughs> <laughs> that's so shitty <laughs> wait other than
1: the poo was there any evidence of you know, like was a murder t- was there a tent or um, anything like that or it, makeshift tent
0: there was a makeshift tent it wasn't yeah. a tent at all but there was a covering yeah. like a like cardboard like somebody covering. was living somebody was living there. there there was like evidence of fire and oh, yeah. yeah there was like stuff like, Some homeless
1: person, maybe.
0: Yeah, for sure. For sure. But it was just all of a sudden realizing we're taking off during the day. Yeah. Our parents have no clue where we are ever.
2: No, but you're, you're We're just, not at school. And we're
0: in a freaking overgrowth of bush next to this levee. We're in completely rural, agricultural Northern California. Well, you know
1: what? There could be worse places you could be. Oh
0: yeah. You know, I, I mean, mean like we I've... could have been in South Sacramento for it.
2: West
0: Virginia. free. West Virginia. Okay, so Never have I. You make a statement about something you've never done. Okay. Um, everybody else who's playing, if they have done that thing,
1: okay,
0: they have to take a shot. But in for our or purposes, you're gonna I'm, I'm gonna, gonna do. I'm gonna do bong rips. I'm
1: gonna take a shot. I've got Jamison. Nice. And I've also got a little bit of Weller. Bourbon.
0: God, you got to get to the store.
1: I know. I've got, I'm, well, I don't know. Maybe I don't.
0: Yeah, it's Monday. Um. Yeah, but you're home alone with your wife. I know,
1: but I don't know if I want to be drunk all day. I kind of overdid it last night a little bit. Like, like I do like every, every Sunday. Like I'm
0: a fool. He tries to stretch out the weekend in all manner of ways. Every way. I go for it in every way. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Okay. Um, if you haven't done the statement, you take a shot or a bong rip. If you have, then the person... Wait.
1: Wait, no. Oh, I'm backwards. I, like, if, if I say, I've never gotten high in a fire station, but you have, then you have to take a drink. But if neither one of us have, we both have to or I have to?
0: If neither one of us have, the person, the person who, who the made the statement has okay, to. Okay, got it. Okay. All right. I'm ready. Who's
1: going first? You can go first.
0: Okay. So I'm trying to say things that places where you have,
1: but where you also have not, is, oh. which is what you want. Because the goal okay. is to make it so you don't have. Oh to God! Well, you
0: have all sorts of them then. Well,
1: I thought about that, but not really, because you don't leave the house ever.
0: But you have a flea market. <laughs> Okay, let me
1: think. I can start now if you want.
0: I have never gotten high at Red Rocks. Oh,
1: well, neither have I. I've never been to Red Rocks.
0: Neither have I. <laughs> <laughs> what does that mean? That
1: means you have to take a hit, not me.
0: Man, we've both never been to Red Rocks. We should probably go together.
1: That's awesome. We're probably the only people in Colorado who've never been.
0: And don't ski. Yeah.
1: Let's not talk about that.
0: <laughs> and we don't watch the bar goes or care. Right. Okay, your turn. Okay.
1: Okay. I have never gotten high in a flea market.
0: <laughs> well, I have. I know. You better take another hit. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. Let me think. <laughs> oh, man. I know what I'm going to do. Okay. Just so listeners have a visual, I've got three bongs set up, all loaded with purple paralysis yeah and
1: yeah. you've had to take two hits
0: I've just taken two hits it's okay up. I have never gotten high in Arizona I you don't want to have a shot don't daddy no I don't care is it gonna make you sick no. it makes me sick just to look at it. <sighs> it
1: makes Max sick too
0: okay how do you feel
1: <laughs> it's fine alcohol doesn't work that way um. Okay. I have never gotten high in the parking lot of a drive-thru, uh, like a fast food drive through.
0: I was high, but I wasn't getting high.
1: Are you sure? Yeah. You've never been with Abby going through a drive-thru and getting taking a hit off something? Like, to get french fries?
0: I guess I've been with you to get french fries and I've taken a hit. You have. <laughs> Haven't you? No. Yes, you have. Nope. Oh, I've got one. Okay, good. You little bitch. Are you ready? I'm ready. I've never gotten high at Ikea. Wait.
1: (laughs) Yeah, you have. (laughs) And so have I. So
2: we both have to.
0: (laughs) I don't understand my own game. Whoa. You're dirt.
1: Okay. Um gosh, this is Are we done? No. I've never I've never gotten high by a river or a lake before. Seriously? Seriously. But you just said you had and your story was moment.
0: I mean, I have many occasions.
1: I've never. I've got high... American
0: River. Sacramento. Well,
1: I haven't. I don't like rivers.
0: I came from the I came from the Riverlands. I know, honey.
1: Like the Tullys. Do you hear that maniac out there? He's insane.
0: Wait. So what's happening? I have to. You have to take another hit. I would like to say that I am very stoned right now.
1: Good. Hey. Um. So let's do. Let's set a limit. I just did one. You get to do one. Okay. And then we're done. Okay. So, what do you think? last one.
0: I'm really gonna think. I've never gotten high in my grandma's house. <laughs> Does that mean I have to? Do- <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, whoa. I'm
2: not
1: doing very well. I don't think you understand how it works. <laughs> you think i
2: would (laughs) have
1: gotten high
2: in my grandma's
1: house it's strange let's see the last time i was at my grandma's house was at her funeral and (laughs) i I was 10 or 11 or something like that i I wasn't getting high back then when i was that young okay and that concludes the game doing okay over there <laughs> huh. I'm a little i don't think you should get high anymore so i mean for a little bit okay well <clears throat> right
0: how dare
2: you
1: let me tell you what's going on in dave's grow. so right now not a whole lot there i've got my soil super soil scrub grow it's looking pretty good um They've been in flower for a little over a week. They're showing signs of bloom, and everything's stable and happy and good. I've cleared out the canopy underneath, so it's. This is the first time I've really gone under the canopy and like trimmed everything away. So, I see the benefit. It's working. Everything's going great there. In my other tent, I got my uh, new hydro grow going, and I transplanted a bunch of seedlings into the buckets. And they're growing. They look amazing. I mean, like, they're still very young. And, you know, they're growing. So that's about it. I mean, other than that, I'm going to start actually doing some seeds starting out in the g- greenhouse. Vegetables only. Mm. Yucky things that no one would want to take, like kale and arugula. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe some tomatoes. But I'm yeah. going to start those today. Um, and I'm gonna I'm going to start... Getting the, I'm going to start a bunch of seedlings and I'm going to plant some in my outdoor garden and the rest are going to be in the greenhouse. Mm -hmm. And that's pretty much it. I mean, not a lot of eventful things happening going on in Dave's Grove. One thing I do want to do is I have, I looked at my seeds day. I have so much seeds that are just mixed seeds. Like, I don't know if they're male or female, they're like mixed bag seed, but I know the strains. I got to start planting those somehow and figuring that out. Okay. So that's what's going on in my grow. <laughs> that's
0: what's going yeah. on in your gro- Oh
1: My <laughs> your wife is very stuck. Well, I love you. I love you
0: too.
1: So, um
0: next week What's going on next week? Next week is the naughty episode. What? Are you going to be able to handle that?
1: Well, I don't know what we're going to talk about. It's
0: the sex and relationships and cannabis episode. Yeah, we'll be talking about using cannabis as an aphrodisiac, Mm -hmm. how cannabis (laughs) affects us um, as a couple, and how cannabis use might impact a relationship. I'll also be answering a question from a viewer about how to approach his wife about his clandestine marijuana use.
1: Wait, is he keeping it like under wraps?
0: Kind of because I mean pretty much because she doesn't approve and he mm-hmm. doesn't know how to explain it like in a and and his basic thing is he's using it now for his like actual anxiety mm-hmm. and stuff. So yes, which I can see that. Yeah, so he's like needs to find a way to educate his yeah. wife without, you know, pissing her off and starting it all off on or the wrong foot right. or whatever.
1: Oh, by the way, we're doing this in the morning, which is lot better.
0: We love doing this in the morning. It's way better. We should do another one. Oh my god. Now he's drinking his morning coffee.
1: There's something about that sound that makes me feel like it sounds like he's drinking out of the toilet. But he's not. (laughs) (laughs) He's got a special elevated dog.
0: Because he's a big boy. Troughed. He's a big, tall man. With large chest. And mange. He's a beautiful man. He had a bath he did and now he is actually touchable Mm -hmm. mom and dad are stoned is brought to you as always by the stoner mom and is supported by our fine patrons on patreon to learn more about how to support the show visit patreon.com forward slash the stoner mom If you enjoyed this podcast, please consider giving us a rating. We didn't have any this week. And, yeah, we'd love to um, read yours on the show. And until next time, listeners, stay safe and stay responsible and be kind and hug your kids.
1: I guess that's it. Bye. Bye.
0: Talk to you next week.